Let's go! C-H-H! Get ready for the biggest compilation album to hit the genre! 26 independent artists curated by DJ Lost and Found! Like, I got keys to the ride, you gon' have to stay alive And Tunnel And your favorite artists like Saga, Swayze, Selah's Corner, Lavelle Heist, Say Hill, and more Cesura is streaming on all major platforms September 18th Let's go get Brown that's 520 Collective, where music meets ministry and the indie artists take center stage. Take a ride through my old town, old me, ocean. Might need boats, cry oceans. Here, float down my old child. Feel so broke, no hope round here. Been trying to cope since like 01. Better slow down for your coastline, you like ocean. All right, welcome back to the newest episode of the 520 Collective Podcast. I am Nate Shelton, and along with me today, I have Jeremy Fleetwood. He runs the uh, socials for us here at 520 Collective. He stepped in for Eric today, who's who is uh, st- taking a break here this month, uh, has some things come up, so Jeremy was kind enough to step in and fill in for him. How are we doing today, Jeremy? Oh, uh, you know, hanging in there. Blessed, blessed to uh, be working in 2020. That's the major theme this year <laughs> for a lot of people. As long as you have a job and you know able to provide for your family, that is something to be extremely thankful for this year. I'm in the same boat as well. And also, I mean, for me, I'm also working from home, so kind of an added added type bonus, not having to worry about being in the workplace and possibly getting sick so that, that's definitely good definitely a huge plus here but just i'm glad to have you on this episode of the podcast and you've got a lot of stuff that we have to talk about this month a lot of exciting stuff happening at 520 but just want to let you know real quick here that this episode is being sponsored by Honest T. You can check out his new track, Prisoner Keys, featuring Weeze the Satellite Kid and released in collaboration with us here at 520 Collective. Feel locked down by the chains of life? Remember, there was only one who holds the keys to set us free. Follow Honest T on Twitter at Honest T Ministries and check out Prisoner's Keys now on digital uh, outlets everywhere. And also, go over to the website at 520collective.com. You can check it out there as well. So, like I said, a lot of stuff going on this month over at 520 Collective. Starting off, we just recently rolled out our new website. It was uh, created by Ramirez Solutions. If you're familiar with Picasso Ramirez, he was kind enough to do a huge amount of work putting that together. And it is uh, really nice, very, very uh, comparable with most of the websites out there. What you, what do you think about it, Jeremy? Oh, it's very exciting, you know, to have something that now is more, you know, on par with a Rapzilla, maybe, you know, website quality-wise. 
no, it's a legit. Right. I also like the 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 added feature of the mobile version. You know, if you these days you got to have that mobile version for people to stay engaged. So that's a nice added feature as well. Just uh, so appreciative of Picasso and all the work he put into that. And it's just a really nice look. So if you haven't yet, we just did, rolled that out on Tuesday the eighth. So make sure you go over. Check out the website. All kinds of great stuff over there. Along with that, Tuesday was a huge, huge day for us at 520 Collective. We rolled out the aforementioned Prisoner's Keys single by Honest T and Wheeze the Satellite Kid. It's a great song. Uh, something we're trying a little different here. Uh, helping roll out some music. And we were gracious. Uh, it was nice enough of Honest T and Wheeze to ask us to work with them on that and roll that out so new single from honesty I haven't heard from him for a while so some great new music from him and of course you're probably familiar with Weez he's part of the group uh, artificial Christian also been putting a lot of out, uh, music out by himself so uh, what you what what's your thoughts on the new single there Jeremy um, it's definitely really good I mean you, you know they're always uh bringing it lyric-wise, Weeze is always pretty good, spitting the bars. Right, and also, if you haven't yet, check out the lyric video. There is a new lyric video video that debuted about a week before that, so check that out as well. There's all kinds of great new stuff. Um, On top of that as well, we have a new album by uh, uh, Picasso Ramirez. Not only does he build websites, he does his own music. Some great new album by him. Somewhere Other Than Here, that is also out. That came out Tuesday as well. Another project that we partnered with Picasso on, and we're rolling that out for him. So go over, check out that album. It's a great new album. Good stuff from Picasso, as always. Um, Also coming up here shortly... We're helping roll out a new album, Surrender Songs, by King David the Vessel. Some good new music from him. So make sure and check that out when it releases. And support your local indie artist as well. And I would be remiss to say, also, if you go over to the website, check out our online store. we got some great uh, gear over there. Got some hoodies, t-shirts. Support the platform if you want to. Um, get that gear and and spread the news about 520 Collective. So, again, all kinds of great stuff. This is a, a good end of the year. Super strong. We're doing big things to help support indie artists out there in CHH. So go over, take a look, check out the new music, check out the website. And tell us what you think. We got links where you can make your comments let us know about the new music the new website we want to hear some feedback so go over and check all that out yeah i would like to say definitely try to interact with us on the social media because i know a lot of people like stuff but you know it's, it's always good to to comment share things of that nature oh yeah definitely we always welcome feedback you know whether it's positive or something that you think we might be able to improve on because we're always looking to improve things 
So please give us your feedback, socials, the website, wherever we are open to speak with anybody out there. So uh, thanks uh, for bringing that up, Jeremy, as well. I want to take just a few minutes here. You know, every month we do a brief devotional thought. I have some things that come across my mind that really think that needs to be spoken about in this month. You know, we've been doing this devotional about uh, prayer and our prayer life with God. And one day, uh, recently, Jeremy, I know you've been working on this as well, but it uh, mentioned not being impatient and waiting for God's timing. And I just, especially with the way this year has gone and everything that's been happening, really was something that really struck me because you know, we get impatient when things don't happen our way. And, you know, we think, hey, we need this, whatever, this new job or this new house. We need that as soon as possible because, you know, i got a family to take care of and family support. And, and it's really just so important as Christians to remember that we don't work on our timing, but we work on God's timing. And uh, so many examples, I mean... You look at just the life of Jesus. He didn't start his ministry until he was 30 years old. He waited 30 years to start going out and, you know, revealing who he was to people. So, I just, it's so, so hard as humans to be able to wait for God's timing. I know on your end, you kind of experienced this kind of yourself as well. Right, yes. Um... You know, with me, uh, when everything coronavirus happened, kind of, uh, the oil spill went down and I'm living in Midland, Texas. So it's a big oil producing, uh, area. You know, I got laid off. I wasn't too, you know, I guess not upset, but I wasn't too worried. I figured God has brought us this far. And I mean, I have, I don't know if anyone knows this, but I have six kids. Three are adopted, three are biological. We're stepped out on faith with that. He's brought us, you know, that far. It's all like works out just always perfectly. And then I get laid off and in a minute that kind of that, that extra money kind of went down. I said, well, let me try to look for a job. And I mean, I, I applied Monday, got the job Thursday. I mean, it's just perfect timing. Yeah, it's just amazing. I mean, even my own life here recently with everything that's going on with 520 Collective, my role in CHH, I just, you know, I'd gone to a show, saw No Big Deal, Jerry Manna and the guys, and felt like I wanted to help support artists in some way, didn't know, even know how that was going to look. Um, <laughs> I even messaged Jerry Manna probably a few days later, and was like, hey, this is what I've been thinking, I don't even know what how to start. And he's like, hey, start a Twitter page, just start sharing stuff and see what happens, and you'll blow up in no time. And I was like, okay, well, sure, I'll, I can do that. You know, I'm thinking, I'm not going to, you know, become a big deal or anything. Not that I am a big deal right now, but right. be recognized for it. And now to see where I'm at here, this 40-year-old white guy <laughs> living in Oregon who's supporting these artists and just the the amount of feedback I get from artists all over thank them thank me for what I do when 
you know, to me it seems so simple, but uh, it, I, it just, it's so often that I just sit there and am struck by how God has used me. <laughs> like I said, a 40-year-old white guy in Oregon that's putting all this music out there and the connections I've made, it's just, and the relationships i built, it just, it so often blows me away. So definitely, if you're faithful to God, constantly in prayer with Him and communicating um, what your will is, or His will is in your life, you, He will reveal that to you. Just, like I said, stay faithful and patient, and He's going to reveal everything in due time. So just a brief thought that I had about that and... Like I said, this this stage that we're in right now with 2020, the virus, everything that's going on, is just being in prayer with God, communicating with Him, and He will direct your path. So that that is those are my thoughts on that. Which now will bring us into our featured song for the month on the 520 Collective Podcast. As always. It is sponsored by Show Me Christ Records. Go over to showmechristrecords.com. Check it out. they got all kinds of playlists, music. If you're an artist, submit your music to them for the playlist. See if you can be considered for... I know they've got a handful of different playlists on that uh, platform. So go ahead. Check them out if you're an artist. Submit and get your music on there as well. Showmechristrecords.com. This month's single, we're going to be listening to Delvon Dupree. Elevate. Elevate, elevate, stay in my own lane on the interstate. Jesus took the will and showed me the way. I just wanna walk through the pearly gates. Came into my life so you can renovate. But I say on this board, gotta demonstrate. He is a finite like a figure eight. Disguises if it's the truth. 
look at the things that people would do Just so they can have a piece of the loot All of my problems I get to the root When I'm in battle I put on my boots They strap with this word cause it is the truth My faith is in him when the enemy shoots My mind is on him when I'm thinking it through Everything that I needed he already knew I guard in my heart when they try to intrude Not that they say and I'm not in the mood Elevate, elevate, stay in my own lane on the interstate Jesus took the will and showed me the way I just wanna walk through the bullet gates Hey man, tell my life so we can renovate Meditate on his word, gotta demonstrate He is a finale, like the figure eight It's, it's time for the 520 Podcast Song Breakdown, sponsored by Show Me Price Records. Alright, that was Elevate from Delvon Dupree. Um, Jeremy, what are your, your initial thoughts on, on this single? Um, I definitely liked his uh, rhyme pattern. I thought he really brought it uh, bar-wise. Um, the, I would think, I mean, uh, the beat, I was really feeling this beat though. I mean, it was really good. Uh, I'm not really, I mean, you know, I, I think all the beats sound good. You know, if they're, I just think, you know, a lot of time, but this one I really liked, but the only thing was kind of, it was a, the chorus was a little repetitive for me, you know, for me. Just the repeating of elevate, elevate, elevate. Uh, but I thought it was pretty good for, I'm thinking this might be his first song on Spotify. I know it's only listed his first, you know, so I think it's pretty good for a first song. Right. I, you know, I kind of, um, think, felt kind of the same way about the song as well. You know, the beat was nice. Uh, the production was good. Um, the mix, the mixing for me, I think might have been, I don't know about if it was steel drum or what quite what that was in the in the background, but it kind of seemed to take over in spots. So I could have been mixed a little bit better. You are right about the hook. I felt it was a little, uh, quite a bit repetitive. Um, but otherwise, other than that, I thought his flow was really well. He stayed on the beat. Um, great, obviously a great message there. Um, and again, you said did say we did look at his uh, Spotify, and looks like this is his first song, unless he was a different artist before that. So, um, if this is in fact a first offering from Delvon, really, uh, really good start to his music career. Um, definitely would like to hear more from him, and a lot of potential for growth there, and uh, it could be a, a budding. A CHH artist in the making right now. So definitely go on over to uh, Delvon Dupree on Spotify. Give him a follow. Tell us what you thought about the single Elevate. Drop us a comment and let us know there. Uh, but yeah, Delvon Dupree, that was Elevate. 
let's go ahead and check that out. Did you uh, have any other thoughts today, Jeremy, before we uh, wrap this up? Uh, not that I can think of. Well, I just want to make sure everybody go on over, check out the website, make sure you give that a listen, uh, the new music a listen, Prisoner's Keys by Honest T, Wee's the Satellite Kid, Picasso Ramirez, of course that new album he dropped somewhere, so go check that out, and be on the lookout for King David the Vessel's album, Surrender Songs. Stay locked in to the rest of the podcast, Eric will be speaking with Andrew Puckett, he is a, a Christian artist and also does a lot of marketing and advertising, helping other artists grow their brand and succeed. He's got a lot of good stuff, so go ahead, check that out, and I look forward to hearing from you guys and speaking with you on the next episode of the podcast. Have a great, have a great day. Hey guys, what's up? This is Eric with 520 Collective in the 520 Collective Podcast. I want to talk to you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way possible to make a podcast. Let me break it down for you. One, it's free. That's right. No cost to use Anchor. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So if you want to get on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many, many more, then it's really, really easy, guys. You just set up an Anchor account at anchor.fm. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Again, make money, no minimum listeners. You're not going to find that anywhere else. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. So go right now and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And make sure you let them know you heard it on 520 Collective podcast yo 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 it's your boy yjo with enoch flow records letting you know if you need beats engineering graphic design website creation enoch flow is the way to go i'ma tell you why beats and engineering all beats are produced by yours truly exclusively with no leases and i'll even throw engineering in there for you graphic design and website creation Bring your next single EP or album artwork to life with DC Graphics, led by Damian Clinton, best graphic designer in the business. There's no cap. Get all these services and more only at Enoch Flow Records. Peace. Thank you for tuning into this month's 520 Collective Podcast. Before you check out this month's Industry Insider interview, I want to share with you a few things that our guys at Show Me Christ Records have going on. On September 19th, Show Me Christ artist Jude is performing in Hillsboro, Missouri. So if you're in the St. Louis metro area, head out and show your support. Get more info on the event at www.jesusreignsmissouri.us. Make sure that you're repping Jesus right with new apparel from Show Me Christ Records. With great slogans like All Eyes on Him, The Support is Real, and Radical, this gear helps you be bold and wear your faith. Check out the selection at showmechristrecords.com slash apparel. Finally, artist, if you're looking for Spotify placements, then Show Me Christ has you covered. There are great playlists waiting to add your music now. Submit your music at showmechristrecords.com slash submissions. Show Me Christ Records, where we display Christ through music.
Welcome to this month's Industry Insider Interview, brought to you officially by Bookkeeper247.com. All right, guys, let's give a big shout out to the Bookkeeper 24-7. Check them out at the Bookkeeper247.com now uh, for sponsoring this industry insider interview uh very excited definitely hit up the platform they do a lot of good things for chh it's the bookkeeper 247.com and joining me right now on the track stars podcasting network phone line i am joined by uh or just a really cool dude a guy i've been able to get to know over the last little bit he is an artist he's a writer he's an entrepreneur does all kinds of stuff just uh it's pretty awesome watching him grow and, and seeing the things that he is doing within not just CHH, but the music industry as a whole. I am joined right now by Andrew Puckett. What is going on, man? How's it going, Eric? Thank you so much for having me on. It's a blessing. Oh, man. No, it's awesome. I'm excited to to have you on here and, and get you know a little bit of the wisdom that you have. You know, We've been lucky. Uh, you've shared a couple of articles that we were able to post on 520collective.com, and I feel like there's a lot of uh, just good feedback, a lot of good knowledge that you put into those articles that you write. And I know we're going to tap into some of that, but before we do, I wanted to just kind of see, you know, what's been going on with you, you know, what, what's going on, what, what have you been doing for 2020? I know everything's been crazy. Um, and you know, has that changed, you know, what you set out to do this year and, and just fill us in on what's been going on. Yeah. So Really, not not a whole lot has changed. I think some of my my goals more on the business side uh, for what we're doing have changed, having to scale back a little bit and shift shift directions. But I have noticed, in particular, in the past month, uh, before I talk about you know the rest of twenty twenty and even some of twenty nineteen, is that in the last month having to focus so much on what's now. Um, I've noticed a lot of people around me are thinking, you know, what's next? When can we get back to? Uh, like touring, when can we back, get back to business? And I, I, I recognize an opportunity to change my circumstances starting now, focusing first and foremost on, on peace um, and living in that peace and letting kind of everything I do bleed out of that and shifting to this mentality of, you know, just every single day having opportunities in front of me and be able to seize them uh, and make the most of them. But in terms of 2020, personally for me, the biggest thing right now is continuing to roll out just weekly singles, which I've been doing since August of 2019. And <laughs> I started doing that for a few reasons because I realized that some of my biggest, you know, idols that I, I, you know, people that I look up to in the music industry, they might not have all been dropping, uh, you know, a song every week. I know I look up to Russ a lot in terms of how he built his platform, but a lot of these artists, Trippy Red, Lil Uzi Vert, um, even people more on the pop side, they've made hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of tracks and i realized that it took that amount of output to reach the levels that they were at and so i started releasing it and i think i may have you know overdone it a little bit with some of the tracks i put out um just the amount of stuff i was shooting to get out there but it really lit a fire in me to say you know i can make more and more and more and more um, and getting to now almost doing a song a day start to finish on top of other production and other stuff. And I'm just going to keep rolling with that through 2020. And for me, it's all about the journey because I've already seen uh, an immense amount of progress. And I want to be kind of a, I want to write my own story, but also show younger artists and other, other artists, you know, younger or older, wherever they are on the journey that, you know, it is possible. I'm not classically trained in music. I I never 
until I was like 14, 15, I never really thought I was going to do anything musical. And in the past few re- years, really just being able to say, you know, I want this. I'm going to go, go chase after it with all I have. And, um, you know, really just being able to look back and have a catalog and say, no, this is where I started. And now look where things are headed. Uh, and to be able to share that story, I think is really cool. Outside of that, 2020 really for me is just, I mean, continuing to plug away, grow the businesses, trying to work with more artists, travel, um, explore, definitely trying to get some shows later this year. If <laughs> if we ever open back up, we'll see. Uh, if not, maybe some virtual stuff, build the audience and make good connections such uh, like this podcast here. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Well, I know you've got a couple of projects that, that you have uh, been working on and are in the process of maybe finalizing. What can you tell us about those? Yeah, so the first one... Um, it's like a big collab project. One of, some of the producers that I look up to a lot, I noticed one of the things that they did on their come up was they did a ton of networking, both vertical and horizontal networking with artists um, and grew their skills, grew their network. And it was very fruitful for them. So I said, I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm going to push myself. And I want this first collab project I'm doing at first started out to be, I wanted to keep it local. And I, so I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. And I wanted to find just a lot of, raw local talent and as i was starting to publicize it uh, a handful of local artists picked it up but then people that i know um, both in dhh and outside of it were saying yo i want to be a part of this this sounds really cool um how can i be involved and so i started expanding the bounds and i think i might split it into two projects one just in in terms of being able to create a network and add value to people and you know make connections for people and just to make a project for fun and see what happens and then the other one, I want to be very much, um, you know, just professional content driven. So I wanted to be six to eight songs that are just, you know, the, the highest quality that I can possibly put out with you know, the best artists. And I'm not, that's not to say, you know, all the people who haven't hit me up aren't very talented and skilled, but there's certain people that I have my eyes set on working with that I want to, you know, craft something really, really spectacular for and then use the other project potentially as a, and we'll see what happens and just create a good network out of it. Yeah, man, that's what's up. So if people want to keep track of the status of that or just what you have going on in general, uh, where do they need to follow you and, and go to support? Mm, honestly, my, my Twitter would be the best for the project, but my Instagram overall, uh, both of those are just at Andrew X Puckett. Um, you know, you can shoot me a DM, whatever. I will probably respond to anybody. Unless it, sometimes it takes me a while to see like a request because as of late, I've been slacking on my social media, but I will get back to you. That is the bottom line. <laughs> All right, man. So there you go, guys. Hit them up on Twitter, Instagram, follow, support. Lots of good stuff there. And I know that, um, you know, one thing that I think is really cool about you, man, is like, you know, some guys, you know, it's just, it's the music and that's it. Uh, that's not really the case with you, man. You are into a lot of things and, I think that adds to the knowledge. I think um, makes you come across maybe even older than you are. You know, like that experience just kind of comes out of you. Like, what's some other things that you are like checking out, like on a daily basis? Um, that's just you feel like is helping you, you know, improve or, or move on down your journey. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I guess a little bit more about my background to preface that is my whole life growing up, I was homeschooled, so I got the opportunity to explore a lot of different things. I've always been very crafty and artsy. And 
I got into triathlon when I was 13, which is swimming, biking, and running. I ended up getting a, like a, a full scholarship to a school here in North Carolina. And then um, when I when I decided to come here, I decided I was going to graduate early. And so it really kind of ignited this passion in me to, all right, how much can I maybe accomplish when I'm young? Like, why, why should I let age stop me? So I've been on this journey for the past five years, really, of just how much can I do? How far can I push myself? And so, you know, continuing with that even you know in 2020 here i've been doing a lot of branding work so i i graduated with a degree in communications and digital production and so i've been doing branding and and marketing strategy and advertising strategy for quite a handful of small businesses launching my own uh, agency for that and then also kind of branching out in terms of music of how we work with artists doing not just production but mixing mastering um strategy work for them branding strategy uh, a lot of one-on-one kind of consulting work which has been which is really fun because i I love i love passing that on and on top of that uh i've been getting into a lot of blockchain and cryptocurrency uh both trading information researching the network and i mean if i can pass on anything right now to anybody who's like yo what could be the next big thing i would say it's probably going to be blockchain especially looking at where uh, the world is headed with this virus and other security things in, in the markets and having a young population that's looking for, um, you know, something where they can put their money up either safer or can fight inflation better or just as look like a more open market. I would, I would recommend anyone check that out or hit me up even you know, at my social media and I'll share any single resource that I have with you uh, that's been helpful for me. But that's kind of what I've been getting into, writing a book as well, um, I'm not going to divulge too much information because it's not too far along, but I think that's going to be a journey over the next few years. That's going to that's change my life as, as well. That's what's up, man. You got a lot going on, man. Like, uh, you know, just, you know, I think you talked about how you got that kind of instilled in you early on. I mean, you know, what do you, what else do you attribute just to that? Um, I guess motivation, to, to go that hard like all the time um well I think I think a few key instances in my life first I think being a middle child as much as people say oh like you know your your childhood has a huge you know role in the rest of your life and of course I know my parents love me so much but being a middle child I saw my brother getting away with things and I saw my sister getting away with things and I was like wait I'm weirdly stuck in the middle here, so after I felt like I always had to try extra hard, and I and I fell in love with that. My dad's an entrepreneur as well, so I got to watch him um, grow his business, and I, I I just kind of was instilled from a young age with that. Um, more recently, there's just been a few instances throughout my life that choosing not to let adversity stop me. Uh, specifically, I think the biggest development with that was when I was racing triathlon. Uh, like for perspective I was racing with a, a collegiate team most of my teammates were 20 years old and, and over and I started training with them when I was 16 and I was like you know I, I shouldn't have been trained that hard I ended up having you know lots of heart problems but I didn't let it stop me still stupidly but it really instilled with me like you can do whatever you set your mind to and I have my eyes I have my goals that I want for my life I have you know, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, 10-year, and lifetime goals. And I, I meditate on those every single day, and I know exactly what I want. And I'm really not afraid to go and do anything that I possibly can to go accomplish them. And I think that's what keeps my fire going 
every single day is waking up and having my eyes set on something and just saying, no, like at all costs, this is where I'm going. Yeah, man, that's what's up. And again, joining me on the Track Stars Podcasting Network phone line, it is Andrew Puckett. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Andrew X Puckett. So make sure you go and do that. So, man, uh, you know, one thing that I've really enjoyed, you know, we talked about a couple of the articles that you've sent and we've been able to post on the 520 website and, and, you know, being able to read through those and then just some of the conversations that you and I have had. You know, what I got really excited about getting you on the podcast was this idea of, you know, looking at being an artist, being a part of the music industry, specifically when we're talking about CHH and, and what that means between this, there's like this fine line of, you know, what is, how much should be ministry? How much do you need to worry about the money, the financial side of it? And I think you've got a really good perspective on that, man. Um, because it can be difficult, right? It can be difficult navigating that. Um, why don't we just, you know, dive in just to your initial thoughts. You mean like whenever you look at it, how, how should, and I think it even goes beyond just the artists in CHH. I think there's a lot of us that are just involved in the genre that are, are dealing with this idea as well. Like, you know, where do you tell yourself, okay, it's okay for me to look at the, the finances and, and want to make this money compared to, okay, how much do I need to say, okay, if I can't get this, I'm just going to chalk it up to ministry. Yeah, I for me, and this is not like a this is not like a uh, hate on anyone who thinks differently. But for me, it's like, do I want to be the best I can possibly be, or do I want to use you know? Because for, I don't know. I, let me rephrase that. Right, in most industries, being professional means you have to be on top of your game twenty four seven. You know, you have to be educated, professional, polished, consistently getting better, growing. You know. You have to be doing that to be considered professional. When you're professional, you get paid for a service. You get paid for your artistry. You get paid for something. And in ministry, from my personal experience, it's like it's a little bit more loose edge because that's not the focus. The focus is not on being the best you can possibly be. It's focused on, okay, how is God moving through me? And that's a very clear distinction that I think people should make and need to make, maybe not early on, but you know, just reassess it every now and again as like, you know, with the amount of stuff you're putting in, is it going to be realistic to consider it um, like a career choice, or do you want to use it as a way to connect and share the ministry? I'm not saying that God cannot move someone, move through someone who makes it their full time career, but it's, you have to be very, very honest with yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and say, Do I want to be able to put in, or do I have the capacity to put in what it really takes to get to that professional level where I have that desire and that drive? And if not, if there's no harm in that. I think. The people that I ran into, even in my own personal life in years past, it was me not being honest with myself for what I really wanted to do. And therefore, it caused this conflict and this confusion with how much I was willing to put into it, what my goals were, where I, was I willing to really um, you know, take criticism and feedback from other people. And I think that something I've seen that irks me a little bit is there's a lot in, in CHH of people who do have it as a career choice but are still in CHH, they don't recognize that there's many people that are just doing it as a ministry or just doing it as a hobby or just trying to grow. And, you know, I'm guilty of it as well, but walking into a situation, listening to a song, giving feedback, um, you know, even just trying to network with other people, that they're they're passing on people, they're, they're 
bringing people down because they don't realize that they're not thinking about it in the same mentality or they don't have the same drive or approach to it. Um, and so I think that there's, there's a disconnect. And I, and I wish that there was like a CHH, this is your career, you're in the music industry, or this is CHH, this is just truly ministry for you. And we can both cohabitate this, but we're very honest and clear with like, okay, I'm going to make these decisions because I do this to pay my bills. Or I'm going to do this because I solely want the name of Jesus spread. And um, I don't know if that's too far. I hope people hit me up and, and, and debate this with me. But that's just my thoughts off the fly right now. Yeah, yeah. So whenever you are talking with an, an independent artist, um, like with NCHH, like what what kind of questions are you asking to kind of maybe help get an idea of where they're at and maybe you know what questions should these artists be asking themselves to kind of figure out okay what is the goal of what i'm doing Mm -hmm. i think that the first question you should ask is am i doing this because of ego or am i doing this because i want jesus to move and and maybe a third question is, or maybe am I doing this because I want Jesus to move and because I love doing it and I want to do this as my career choice. I don't want to do anything except music. And if whatever your answer is, you need to educate yourself on, you know, the background of those. If you're going to choose this as your career choice and you say, oh, I want to be a professional artist and I want to be treated professionally and you're not doing the research that's necessary to grow your skills, to grow your you know everything about your career you're not making the connections necessary with the people you're not treating people you're not emailing people the right way you don't have the etiquette then you're not professional and you need you're giving yourself a bad reputation and if you're doing it for ministry then educate yourself on that you know go and connect with the people that are going to help you get where you want to go go and try to perform the places that you think are going to leave the most impact for your ministry and if it's on the other side that you're just doing because you, you want to do it, and I didn't mean ego necessarily in a bad way, but just like a personal desire to do it, but no, no real stipulations about what you want coming from, and then be clear with that. Just tell people off the bat, I make music because it's fun, and I, and I enjoy it, but I'm not striving to be a billboard artist. I'm not striving to go on tours. Uh, I, I think a lot of it needs to just come down to self-reflection, and that's what I would tell people. And I start every conversation, whether it's CHH or another artist that, that wants to work with me or my team. It's always, you know, what are your goals in music? And I've been surprised in the past few months to a year how, how many people say, I don't really know what my goals are. And I think that um, that's probably the biggest thing I've seen is just people not being honest with themselves and not being able to reflect on what they truly want of it or being afraid to talk about what they really want out of it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people, you know, within this space. But, I mean, like you said, even outside of CAJ, it's just whenever you're talking about music in general, most people, I, th- I feel like they do get into it because they think, I can make money doing this, right? I, I might be able to make my living doing this. And and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like, even within CHH, yes, it's a, you got to find that blend of ministry and um, career, but, you know, I, I guess once an artist comes to terms with, okay, this is indeed how I want to be able to pay my bills, how I want to live, um, you know, you have kind of figured out how to get that rolling in your own life. So, like, what are some some tips or some pointers that you could throw out to the artist that's like, yes, this is the direction I want to go? 
Yeah, I would say another thing, to be honest with yourself and reflect, do you want to be an internet artist or do you want to be someone who's doing um, like the day-in, day-out grind? Because I've seen I've seen both sides of it. I know some very, very successful in even in mainstream music people who they don't they don't produce for people they don't they don't mix and master they don't do anything in the industry they pretty much just live off of streams and shows and that's amazing and i think that 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 should be a, a great goal for most people to get to and then i know plenty more people on the music side who make amazing music but they they get most of their money from doing studio sessions and engineering for people and producing for people and i think it's two very different business models and the best thing i would still say is educate yourself on which one you um, should be should be shooting for it, you know, time wise, you know, maybe in the first year, or first two years, how you should be setting your approach for that, or even just what you genuinely like doing most. And I think that I kind of want to loop back into the, the the first question, Justin specifically, for right here, um, in terms of the CHH, how I blend faith with music is for me. It's like I'm not going to go and and preach in my music, but when I, I'm in sessions with artists basically every single day, sometimes some, multiple times a day. And when I'm in the studio, when I'm creating with people, when I'm, when I'm doing what I do professionally, that's my time to say, like, you know, bridge that gap, to share my faith, to, to share the way that I live, to share what's changed my life. And I think that that looks different for different people. So I think as well, if you, you know, if you're in the CHH field or you're a Christian and you want to find a better way to blend it, um, just like, you know, sit back and reflect on how you interact with people best. And if you wanted to do it over your music or you want to do it face to face with people, um, just like figure that out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you're looking at like your bio, you know, obviously we talked about, you know, entrepreneur, you have these other businesses. So you have these revenue streams that are coming in from several places. You have, you know, investor as part of your uh, bio. I mean, I would think that, you know, if I'm an artist and I say, yes, I want to make my living here, I would think that there's a, okay, this is a must that you must do in order to make this happen. And I, and I mean, as far as like regarding any kind of revenue that you bring in, like you can't just like say, okay, I got X amount from my streams this month. Cool. Let me go, you know, buy some you know, some toy with it, you know, you, you need to be smart with what you're doing with that revenue that you are generating with your music. Um, what direction would you point people in on how to, you know, start building that foundation financially? Um, well, from a business perspective, I would definitely recommend, uh, just doing your research in terms of how the music industry works and, uh, to get you to, this is, this is not necessarily finger pointing anyone. I've experienced this in my life too, but like get your head out of the streams. That's a huge issue right now is people are like stream, stream, streams. Cool. Streams generate revenue, but a lot of people think Drake genuinely has 41 million months. He's a big artist and he gets a lot of publicity. But if you, if you understand, and I can say this because of my experience working with a record label of how they generate the buzz is like they'll lose money promoting you. Because they'll make it back on a tour, they'll make it back on merch, they'll make it back on um, publishing. Um, so, you know, to get those streams, so many artists are focused on the streams and your audience and listenership. It's like focus on quality interactions with people who will go and buy a $25 shirt, who will go and buy, you know, a $100 P that's bundled. Um, focus on that first and foremost and continually educate yourself on just how business works in general. I, I didn't study business in college. I was blessed to grow up with a who showed me the ropes as a, as a successful entre entrepreneur himself and just understanding how 
that works. I think a few books I would recommend would be, um, well, both personally and how it applies to business would be Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, Richest Man in Babylon. I don't remember the author for that one. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's not really about financials, but it's just that same mentality of being responsible with your money and your actions and thinking about how you're putting it forward and what you're creating with that. Um, and I think building building multiple revenue streams, I think a starting point for anybody in music or anything that they do production-based, maybe it's just art, maybe it's photography, whatever it is, build a catalog, whether that's you know your, your photo catalog or your beat catalog or your artist roster or your own catalog on Spotify or whatever, the more content you have out. We live in a time that's unprecedented, and I call it digital real estate because every single song I put out is an asset. Whether, whether it's with another artist, whether it's my own, um, whether it's you know with someone and I only get percentage and I'm never really accredited for it. But every single time I put something out and I get royalties off of that, I have an asset that is going out into the real world. And if it takes a year, a month, or six years for it to catch public wave or whatever, every single time someone listens to it or clicks on it, I get paid. So that being out there is it for me personally, it costs me zero dollars to produce a song to mix it to record it because i i do all that myself in-house but to have the concept of it cost me zero dollars to produce something that can make me money till the day i die understanding the power of compound interest compound you know your portfolio your catalog the more you have out that people are you know gaining traction to the better you're going to do and i think embracing that long-term mentality is also an, an important starting put starting place for anyone whether that's like i said music photography art painting whatever it is build your catalog build your portfolio yeah yeah and you know the thing i did not hear you say was you know don't take whatever revenue you make and be concerned about going and buying some new jordans or, or something right you 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 you're saying you know invest that back into yourself invest into where you're trying to go and i think that's um something that maybe people aren't thinking about you know um and and look at how okay how can I grow this? Cause you got to look at, even if you say I'm, you know, I would just want to be an artist. That's still your business. And the, that business needs to grow for it to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think something I didn't mention, basically just reiterating again, what you said there is, uh, about the, on the financial part, you know, a few minutes ago was look at, look at the numbers, write down every single month. If you have money going out and money coming in, and be honest with yourself. Say, okay, is it where I want it to be? Is it where it needs to be? Is it sustainable? If it's not, fix it. You know, look the data in its face because it will never lie. And a mentality shift as well for some people. I know a lot of artists. There's, there's, there's this weird, unspoken rule or, or stipulation in in the artistry that I've ran into. That's, it's, it's artists. We do it for each other. It should be free. But you know. For me, I, I, I have people who will pay, you know, upwards of $200 to get a six-track unreleased EP. And I would call those a real fan. I have people who wouldn't pay me a single cent for, you know, a hundred-song catalog. But knowing where your worth lies and then saying, you know, if I'm not willing to pay someone to help me produce or to help me mix or to help me grow my skills um, to be more self-sustainable, if I'm not willing to put any money out, why should I, you know, accept any money coming back in? Um, and I think maybe that's, that's just my philosophy with life and um, you know it's similar to tithing it's like if you're not going to be able to give percentage of what you've received how can you expect to receive anymore if you're going to hold on to hold on to hold on to everything you have 
um, you can't expect to, to grow like that. And I guess another shameless shout out right here. If anyone is really genuinely interested in getting plugged into producers or wants to build a team or um, wants literally just someone to help teach them the ropes, consult them on how to grow their career and set up their business, like hit me up, hit, shoot me a message. Um, I can connect you with myself or anyone else on our team that can help you grow. Um, I think investing in yourself is the best option. For sure, man, for sure. So, man, I feel like there's a lot of, of stuff there that, um, you know, is, is just good and we could probably just keep on rolling with it. Uh, but, you know, I want to be respectful of your time for sure and, and fit into this uh, time frame for the uh, stations and, and all that good stuff. So we're going to wrap it up for now, but I'll be definitely looking forward to getting you back on the platform in the hopefully not too distant future, man. Um you know, definitely thanks for joining. Before we get out of here, man, is there any final thoughts that you want to throw out there? Um, probably just my message. Believe in yourself. You know, whatever you want to do. And I hope genuinely that people who are not even musically inclined start tuning into these both for your audience and to hear the message that the people are saying. But if you hear it, it's believe in yourself and the, in the, you know, the capacity that you have to go accomplish things. Um and, uh, you know, another shameless plug, to check out the uh, the Renegades Experience podcast on any platform as well. Uh, that's just my personal project. And, you know, as well, if, if anyone likes what I said here, go follow that. There's new episodes weekly. Um, and, you know, honestly, if anyone you know wants to be a guest on that, then we can definitely set something up. Awesome. Yeah, make sure you go follow that, support it. Uh, keep track of what Andrew is doing. It's a lot of really good stuff guys um you will not be disappointed he's a great follow on social media again andrew x puckett and man i thank you very much for your time today sir no thank you so much all right guys uh, again big shout out to the bookkeeper 247.com for sponsoring this industry insider interview and a shout out to the rest of our episode sponsors we will be seeing you guys next month on the, the new pod